step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome back to Gamer Heroes. It's been like a month since we've had a regular episode. I am Derek, one of your two awesome gamer hosts. John, my co-host, how are you, old friend? Good, good. It's been a while. We haven't we haven't had a, a podcast and we haven't actually hung out in a little while, so it's good to be back. It is. We've been doing streaming and going places and things and uh, if you haven't caught our streams, so we have been streaming over at twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts. Uh, we're doing this every other Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and we've done Overwatch, we've done Left 4 Dead 2, we've done Borderlands 2, and for kind of a special thing, the next two weeks, so the day this comes out, uh, this Wednesday, April 11th, and then next week, the 18th, we're going to be streaming the Overwatch Uprising event uh, that will be going on for those two weeks. Hell so, yeah. It's going to be really exciting, guys. I know there's a lot of a lot of people really stoked for this event. Um, will there be another campaign much like last time? Yeah, I think we'll be able to replay Uprising from last year, and then there there might be some new stuff as well. Um, the big update comes tomorrow, so we'll we'll know more of the details uh, tomorrow. But uh, which will be yesterday for those who are listening to the episode on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, that should be a really good time. If you miss us live, you can still watch the recordings on Twitch, or you can go to our YouTube channel, which you can find at heroespodcast.com or go to our Facebook page, heroes podcasts. Um, and you can watch it from there. We'll embed the, uh, the stream, um, there as well. So it's a good time, but it's the two of us, John and I, and we're joined by Ryan, who is my co-host on screen heroes and John's business partner at Buster props. So it's a good it's a good time. We're all connected, guys. We're all connected. <laughs> <laughs> and then once the Overwatch thing is done, uh, we're going to be switching over to... Uh, we're staying with Blizzard, and we're going to move over to some Diablo 3, because all three of us are Diablo fans, and uh, we, I just picked up the... I finally picked up the Necromancer pack, um, and John finally got it on PC. I did, and... Um... Don't worry, guys, when we do stream this next week, or excuse me, three weeks, a couple weeks from now, um, I will be at a, a level that is acceptable. <laughs> so don't you worry. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to go into some news today. We're going to be talking about some things like the new Spider-Man game and, of course, BlizzCon's coming up, God of War, and then we'll be talking about some games that we've been playing recently, including Player Unknown's Battlegrounds on mobile. Stardew Valley and Nine Parchments. Interesting stuff. 
Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just dive right in. Um, I'm going to get the boring stuff out of the way, which is BlizzCon. So I don't mean to say that (laughs) BlizzCon is boring, but the information is not super exciting. Uh, So BlizzCon is announced. It will be November 2nd and 3rd, which is a Friday and Saturday. And the tickets will be going on sale May 9th and May 12th, which is a Wednesday and Saturday, respectively. Uh, For those who are not familiar with how this works, Blizzard always does two groups of ticket sales for BlizzCon. Last year, yes, there was a third due to a new hall opening up at the Anaheim Convention Center, but they're going back to the normal two now that they know what's going to be available. And uh, tickets are $199, which is the normal price. And there's, I think there's like a $4 fee or something like that added on to it if you do want to go. Um, it is, as I said, in Anaheim. You can stay at the Hilton, which is the convention hotel. Save yourself a few bucks and stay at the Clarion Hotel, which is also right there. Um, and that's where I stayed last year, but I will not be attending this year. That's what I was waiting for you to say. <laughs> what, what's, so you're just kind of burnt out on it, aren't you? So, yeah. So my, the first year I went was 2014, which let's be honest, was really the best possible year to go because they announced Overwatch, which was the first new IP for Blizzard in over 10 years. It was a big deal. They, uh, Pre, they premiered their trailer that looked like a Pixar movie and, and all that cool stuff. The game was actually playable at the con. I mean, it was an amazing experience. Um, I've been three of the last four years, and I did the virtual ticket uh, for one of those years as well. Virtual ticket's super cheap. It's like 35 bucks, and you get access to all the panels, all of the DLC goodies that people get who go, and you can also buy the goodie bag that comes with extra stuff um, if you are so inclined. And I'll, I might do that this year. We'll see if I decide to take that Friday off or not to watch all the panels. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it got bigger and bigger. With Overwatch, it got a little more mainstream, which is fine. But it just started to be really overpopulated. And this past year, it was bigger than ever in both physical size with the new hall at the convention center and just straight-up ticket numbers sold because of the, the extra space. So it just gets difficult to do what you want to do. It's The lines are longer and... Um, you know, the playtime almost feels shorter because you're standing a line longer. And I was really hoping for more of a focus on Diablo. And there's been less and less of a focus each year. And this past year, man, like, no joke, you could fit the entire Diablo area, like, in my tiny little living room in my See, that frustrates me because <laughs> it was the anniversary and everything. And it's like they had every chance to do something and they just didn't i i hope they're not letting diablo just go you know what i mean yeah i mean it's tough right because they did of course they brought the necromancer back and now they've got the anniversary event that happens in, in january now every year so th- there's still things going on they're still updating the game they're still supporting the game but it doesn't make money like these other games do you know there's this whole thing about games as a service and i don't want to get into semantics about what that definition is but the idea is that you're continuously making money off of this game over time because people continue to play it. And that's, you know, Heroes of the Storm, it's Hearthstone, it's Overwatch, um, anything where you're buying card packs or characters or loot boxes. Um, you know, you've got, of course, your games like, um, you know, PUBG and Fortnite and Destiny and now uh, Sea of Thieves. You know, these are all games as a service, games that are supposed to be your main game that continue to get updated with, with DLC, maps, characters, etc. Uh, Diablo is an older gaming model, right? It was based primarily on a story mode, which I love, 
And it has a bunch of multiplayer stuff, but it's not designed in kind of the modern Destiny way. Yeah. No. Honestly, Diablo... If they were to continue to add content and add new events and new stages or new boxes or new items consistently, they could make it that kind of play to play to game play to service, um, play to play service. But I, I think they just are kind of just more focused on Overwatch right now, since especially the league launching that this year was a big deal for them, and. Um, I think they're just focusing on Overwatch, to be honest with you. It's their most popular item. Well, they have a lot going on. You know, they just remastered StarCraft for the anniversary of that. So you've got new characters coming to Heroes of the Storm all the time, new expansions for Hearthstone all the time. So Blizzard's constantly pumping out new material and new content for their games. It's just a matter of where can you put that money and what's the future. Now, maybe we're all wrong. Maybe uh, they've been dialing things back for Diablo because they're working on D4 or something like that. But uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I honestly feel like they're neglecting Diablo. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like their StarCraft did very well anyway. Um, there's just too much competition. StarCraft is kind of a has-been. Well, the original StarCraft is a little dated, and Star, but StarCraft 2 is still you know, incredibly popular, especially as an eSport, especially outside of the United States. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll just have to see. And if you enjoy Blizzard games and you enjoy going to conventions, then this is kind of your thing. You know, it's all Blizzard all day. Um, it's a two-day con, and once you get in the door... You know, you get to play all these games for free. You get to go to all the panels and, and all that type of stuff. Check out new computer setups and tech, which I do enjoy kind of learning what those builds are. I always take note of the builds that they're using in case I get any ideas for my own desktop. But, uh, you know, I think I'm going to skip it this year. Maybe I'll do the virtual pass if I feel like taking the Friday off. Um, but uh, I can decide that kind of much closer to the date, those of you who actually want to go, um, Wednesday, May 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific, so that would be uh, 9 for our Midwest folks and 10 p.m. for our Eastern folks, and then Saturday, May 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific. So uh, be aware of that. You've got They go pretty quick, so you're going to want you and your friends to be on top of that. If you want to go. <laughs> if you want to go. Wanna see it, yeah. Yeah, that's your thing. November 2nd and 3rd, so there you have it. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll move on. John, you had some stuff about God of War. Yeah, God of War is coming out next week, uh, April 20th. If, if you guys aren't as excited as I am, you have every reason to be. Um, it looks phenomenal, and I think it's going to be, since obviously if you guys haven't played God of War before, it's a very fun, interesting concept i mean you're kratos and you basically fight all of the greek gods um i don't know what they're going to do this time it's a little different because it looks like it's following kratos and uh, he has a son in this one and they're just on an adventure um not quite sure where they're going or what they're doing because they've kind of been keeping the story very under wraps but it's releasing on friday which is very odd for a playstation exclusive game and I think a lot of that was because they moved it up. It was supposed to be released, uh, I believe, the following week. 
they brought it up one week and we got it on Friday. So it's really great. Um, I've personally got this pre-ordered on Amazon. Derek, do you, do you have this pre-ordered? Cause you really need to, have you seen the screenshots? <laughs> All right, so I do not have it pre-ordered. In fact, I have never played a God of War game. You know, I don't, because this one takes place so far um, in the future, and he has a kid, I don't think it really, I don't think you really need to play the other games to know what's happening. I think it's a completely new story, new adventure. Um, I can tell you for this, the mechanics look a lot different. The mechanics are usually more like a far away third person um, slasher kind of thing. It looks oh, okay. a little more closer is encounter. This, is this God of War four? Four. Yeah. Okay. So they're basically doing the Gears of War thing, where they've jumped ahead in time, and your main character is now this old grizzly dude, and his yeah. son is the main character. Yeah. I already played that. I played Gears. Of War. <laughs> okay. It's a it. This is more adventure based, so I'm not sure if it's <laughs> it's a bold new beginning. Like they're starting out with new things, new gods, new types of um, new types of Norse gods and creatures. So they're not just so in the other games you fought Zeus, you fought um, Ares, you you know what I mean? You fought traditional gods. So they're changing it up. Um, I think what's cool, the aspect is you got the sun, so there's a uh, a potential to probably, you're probably going to have to like stop fighting at some point to go protect him or make sure that he doesn't get injured, um, so that kind of adds in some difficulty there, but I, I imagine, I think it's going to be pretty open world to be honest with you, so that's pretty great. Well, okay, so do do this for me. Pitch the game to somebody who's never played a Gears, a God of War game. Why should they? Do you like adventure? Do you like slaying monsters out of this world? This is the game for you. Do you like a game you can just pick up and play at any point and have fun? This is a game. Okay. Alright. That's, that's for me. Like, God of War 3... I played that so many freaking times. It's not even funny. Uh, and Ascension was good, and that was that was released on the PSP. Um, yeah, it's just one of those games you can pick up any point, and you'll just have a good time because you're. It's not like a. It's a slashing type game, but this one looks very different. I don't know if it's going to be slashing type. It kind of looks more like Uncharted, to be honest, or excuse me, uh, Last of Us. To be honest with you, I feel like they morphed Last of Us with like, um, I don't know. I think I, I feel like I got a more Last of Us vibe from the game. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting, but it's not. I mean, it's not Naughty Dog though. No, no, not at all. So I mean, who is the very very few companies can reach the level of Naughty Dog? This one is. I can't even see it. <laughs> anyways they um people have been all over reddit sharing pictures of the cup the casing the cover <laughs> the front and the back <laughs> so, so did pretty... you just order the regular version of the game is there any like collector's edition or anything um let me see here no i did order the regular i okay. usually do there, there's very few collector's editions that i'm like really interested in so i'll give an example 
I got the collector's edition of Mortal Kombat 9 because it came with a scorpion statue. Yeah, that's cool. So Statues that was cool. the $100 was worth it because, you know, the game's 60 so $40 for the statue, and then you get the steel book, and you get all these other cool stuff with it. Um, so yeah, I, thought I mean, that was, I got the collector's edition of Street Fighter V because of the reused statue. It, it was a good deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the statue's pretty detailed for what it is, to be honest with you. It's pretty darn good. Yeah, um, that's cool. I don't know what this collector's... So, how great would that be if it came with some of the other games, the old ones? Let's now, see. see. That would be very interesting if, if it did that, because I, I think more games need to do that. What The reason I got Gears of War 4 was that if you bought it when it first came out, you actually got all five Gears of War games. I thought that was a genius marketing ploy, and that was a, a good way to bring new people in. I thought that was genius. Well, so for me, I only ever owned the first one, and I barely played it. So I, you know, always mm. wanted to go back and play them, but I never really wanted to put in the money. So you're telling me that because I, I did, I did the pre-order discount. So I got twenty twenty percent off, right? So I paid forty eight dollars for five games. Right. And oh, that's a hell of a deal. I still haven't played Judgment Judgment Day or whatever it is, the prequel one, but I've played all four of the numbered ones, and I'm glad I did because other than two. The other three are really good games. So. so the collector's edition, yeah, no, I, I, I've I, played up until Gears of War 3, and I never beat the campaign of 3, but I distru- I played a lot of 1 and 2 because I had a 360 at that time. Mm. Um, the collector's edition comes with a 9-inch Kratos and Atreus statue. Um, the statue looks all right. I don't think it's that cool. Um, so this isn't one that I think is interesting. I haven't looked into this one at all, to be honest with you. It doesn't really look that interesting to me. It looks like you can get some digital content. You get some two inch Holdra Brothers carvings, um, steel bookcase. I think that's pretty common now. Cloth map. That's kind of cool. And then a lithograph. Um, okay. which I think I feel is kind of, kind of common now. The, yeah, that that's pretty much what it is. Um, I mean, I, we'll we'll talk about Spider Man here in a minute, but that's not that. It's pretty much the same thing. So yeah, I feel like everybody's kind of doing that. Um, like I, I I expect a steel book every time, mm-hmm. and I expect um, one figurine, whether it's a statue or a little figure. Hmm. I usually get because I I've bought a lot of collector's content in the past, and I was very disappointed with. Uh, Resident Evil 5, when that came out, 2008. I was like, yes, yeah, it was a good game. I actually, I did like the game. Came with a three-inch Chris figure who had no detail on his face. It hardly even looked human. Um, I was very disappointed. The Steelbook case, uh, <laughs> a satchel that was so small that I could hardly even fit like a small journal <laughs> in Nice. And then like a nice. map. I'm like, this is stupid. I just spent a hundred dollars on on a terrible figurine, a satchel like it doesn't fit anything except for lip gloss, and uh, <laughs> a map I'm not even gonna look at. Yeah, that's a shame. I mean, I I do think that I probably don't get much use out of the the kind of collector's edition stuff that I tend to, to feel excited about. You know, I think if you're gonna throw some extra games, I think Call of Duty. F- for I don't know if they do it now, but I know when they were doing the newer, the most recent Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare Two, 
you got the hardened edition and it came with the classic games. And I think that's a genius idea. Definitely in this generation, right? Like for, for God of War, for The Witcher, for any of these franchises that are mm-hmm. continuing into this new generation, you can bring in a whole new group of people if you just throw in the old games. And, I mean, that's what sold me on um, on Gears of War. And, you know, I was able to get uh, the first two Wolfenstein games really cheap together. And, you know, so Bayonetta was that way, too. The, those two came together um, on the Switch, uh, as much as I'm not enjoying the first one. Uh, <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> you know, it was a good enough strategy to get me to pick it up. So It's, uh, I mean, that's kind of where i'm at now it's like i'm gonna go i'm not going for collector's editions like i said unless it's really really good but really i'm going for the value all right well we'll finish up the news segment here with just a bit about spider-man so the sony exclusive playstation 4 spider-man game officially has a release date it is coming out september 7th to the PS4 only. They want to make sure that's very clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, they own they own Spider-Man. Well, not anymore. I mean, they kind of gave them over to No, they Marvel. still own Spider-Man. They still own Spider-Man. Um, so, they own the Spider-Verse. It's so, kind of, you know, hey, yeah. we got but the money. <laughs> it's available for pre-order right now. There are three versions of the game available. There's, of course, your regular edition, your collector's edition, and then a digital deluxe. They all come with pre-order bonuses, which is uh, yeah something that I'm I don't know I I'm hot and cold on depending on the situation. I can appreciate that you get extra stuff for supporting the game early, but um, a lot of the time this content ends up being in-game content later anyway. Um, look up Star Trek Online if uh, you're curious about anything like that. <laughs> uh, I paid a fortune on pre-orders for that game to get a bunch of stuff that you can get whenever you want now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there's a triple pack of special Spider-Man suits that you'll get as a pre-order. They've shown one of them off already, which is, like, punk rocker Spider-Man, I guess. He's got so cool. spikes on his head and a denim vest. I don't know. And cuffs. I don't know. It's a little weird. Then uh, some other stuff. There's going to be some other things that are pre-order bonuses there. The collector's edition is basically the same as what you were talking about. You'll get a steel book. It says a custom steel book. I find it hard to believe that my steel book would be different than your steel book. But hey, um, you'll get a sticker. You'll get some. Uh, you'll get an art book. And then, of course, most importantly, is the statue. Some type of Spider-Man statue that. We don't really know what it is. It says it's going to be revealed later this summer, so... That's kind of odd. Yeah, hey, guys, well, be excited we'll for the statue. You have no idea what you're going to get. Well, yeah. I mean, I get that maybe it's not done yet, uh, but it's it's 150 if you want to get the, uh, the collector's edition. According to the site, Amazon has already sold out, but the other sites might have it, so you can... Feel free to check them out if that's something that you are interested in. So, how do you feel about this Spider-Man game? Are you excited about it? Um, I have opinions. I don't like Spider-Man at all, but I will say the game does look pretty cool. Um, and some of the suits that he has, and I'm wondering if they're going to tie this into Infinity War. Um, I was pretty certain the suit that he has in Infinity Infinity War will be in this game. Um, It'll probably be one of the pre-order bonus right, suits. Right, right. 
Um, it looks pretty cool. Like, uh, I remember playing Spider-Man 2, or Spider-Man, the game, on PlayStation 2, or was it 1? I don't even remember how old it was. Where <laughs> I, I had Spider-Man on the original Xbox. Do, do you remember where it was like, you could web-sling and there would be no buildings around, you could still slide, and then like, if you're up in the, if you're up on the rooftops, like if you fell, you would just die, it's just like clouds. Oh, no. So, okay, I don't know if maybe the Xbox version was drastically different, but I was playing the Spider-Man 2 game, and you had to, like, web-sling on specific objects. Um, but it must it have great. been the first one. It was so good. You could web-sling through all of Manhattan. It was awesome. And it was bla- based on the movie? Uh, I mean, more or less, yeah. I did very little that had to do with the movie, but because um, it was just fun, like, web-slinging around. Like, I'd climb to the top of the Empire State Building and jump off, and you could just hear the wind w- rushing by. Like, back then, that game was awesome. You played the better one, because I, I must have played the first one or an older one, because it was not that intuitive. Like, literally, you can just be web-slinging in the sky <laughs> and swinging across. Oh, no. um, great. And, like, if you're on a rooftop, like, for, I don't know, if you went high enough, there would be, like, clouds. You know what I mean? So, like, you only see the rooftops, and if you fell, you, you just died. you just, like, disappear. Interesting. So, yeah. No, I, this, this was not like that. <laughs> this one looks really cool. Looks like you can do some pretty cool stuff. Um, I'm wondering how open world it is, and I'm wondering if it's kind of like what they did with, like, Arkham City, if it's going to be like that, where, you know, there's shit just happening all over the map, and you just kind of pick which mission you want to do. Um, I mean, that's possible. That's definitely possible. Because, uh, I mean, there's supposed to be a lot of stuff that you can do, but I know, like, Spider-Man can't really kill anybody, so you're kind of just, like, knocking people out. So Dude, I want Grand Theft Auto, but with Spider-Man. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that. They're they're definitely trying to make Spider-Man, you know, kid-friendly and all of that. So I don't think you're going to see, like, any type of mature style of Spider-Man. A boy can dream. (laughs) Uh, I mean, sure. Sure. If that's what you want to do, you're welcome to it. (laughs) But uh, that's going to be it, I think, for our new segment. Um, John, what have you been playing recently? I have been playing an, uh, a couple games, but the biggest one to note is, and I believe it's <laughs> it's PUBG Mobile, guys. <laughs> it's PUBG Mobile, Player Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Mobile. Um, it is equally fun and frustrating at the same time. The controls are kind of wonky because you know your joystick is a touch screen a touch screen joystick but i will say i'm very impressed with how it handles everything and the rendering and the online it's it's actually quite into it's actually a great feat to be honest with you i i am very surprised that they're able to make this work as good as it does um i think the controllers are the only thing that's wonky for me so I'm waiting for like a third party person to come up with some kind of thing you slide on the you know on your phone while it's sideways that you could put joysticks on or something. Well, they they make those for certain. They make phones. those little those little sticking ones, but um, I'm talking about like no, no, I mean like legit like plastic. Oh, really? Add-on. Yeah, but like it's only for certain devices, so it depends which phone you have. So that would make it a lot better. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's actually the the graphics. Um, it, it renders, it automatically looks at your device when you start up the game and it 
basically here's the suggested, you know, recommended settings based on your device. Um, but you can ramp those up if your device can handle it. And it, it actually, so just like any other game that renders like that, it actually clears up the view. It could clear it up way far. Like you could see hundreds of yards away. Um, if you have it in a lower setting, you can only see about a hundred yards. And of course it loads once you start moving in that direction. Um, but it's very, it's, I haven't played, um, the PC PUBG, but, uh, I've watched a lot of videos and it's very, very similar. Um, the, I guess the weapons system is pretty nice. Like the, the menus, the only thing that's crappy about it is like, it's a tiny little button on your screen. And if, for those yeah. who have smaller screens, I have a six, six inch screen. For those who have smaller screens, I can't imagine pressing the menu button to get to your items. Kind of be a right. pain in the ass. Um, well, so I have a funny story about yeah. this game. So I played it just like one time. I was curious. Yeah, what's your impression? <laughs> well, I had a bad experience. Uh-oh. I accidentally... So, okay, so for those who don't know what PUBG is, let's, let's get that out of the way real quick. So you start on an airplane... And Mm -hmm. you all jump out of an airplane and parachute down to this land space and last person surviving wins. And over time, the area shrinks um, so that way you're forced to interact with each other. And you start with nothing. Like literally you're you're there. You're naked. (laughs) You're just in your underwear. (laughs) So you got to find, you know, clothes and guns and weapons and ammo. And there's vehicles like I found a motorcycle, um, those types of things. So I accidentally, when because I, I had never played on a touch screen like this before, um, I accidentally deployed my chute like almost instantly after getting out of the plane. <laughs> oh God! So it took you forever to get to the ground, dude. It took so long. It took so. You can long. actually and, detach from it. Um, okay, so I, I didn't know that. <laughs> but you <laughs> but would die. I would die <laughs> at yeah, that height. So that was the thing. So like, I'm trying to go down. You can kind of force yourself to go a little bit faster, faster but. Yeah. The whole time, like, you're watching the clock click uh, tick down because they're about to, like, change the zone. I'm like, I haven't even landed yet. <laughs> so by the time I landed, like, I basically spent the entire game trying to catch up with the zone. Yeah. So – and it's random too. So the zones are random. Um, and I think it calculates it based on where everyone's at and it kind of just finds a middle ground. Um, so some people will be in there. Others will be, like, just outside of it. Um, but yeah, that's the one frustrating thing about it. And the movement's kind of a little, a little frustrating on a little phone. I feel like it'd be great on like a Samsung tablet. Like it'd be a lot easier to use. Well, it's tough. Cause I feel like you can't see what's going on. Right. Because you know, you've got, you know, one thumbs blocking like a quarter of the screen, the other thumb on your phone, a quarter of the screen. That's why I think a tablet yeah. might be better. Um, like a Samsung. I, mean, I don't one. have a small phone. I've got an S9, uh, Galaxy S9. It's not a tiny phone, you know. But uh, I just found it hard to kind of see what I was doing. And, the controls are um, wonky. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I. But I mean, the performance was pretty impressive, right? Like I was very impressed with. Um, there's hardly any lag in your shooting, and and then the graphics look pretty darn clean for a mobile game. I was very impressed with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like when you're just sitting in the menu and you're picking out your items for your character, like the guy looks – there's detail on his face, which those are like, wow, a mobile device could could 
do that. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's a great feat to be honest with you to bring such a complicated game to mobile. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I I mean, it's one of those games too. um, I'll probably pick up once in a while and play whenever I'm bored. Um, But if I'm going to play handheld, I, I obviously prefer my Switch. Well, yeah, I mean... Bring PUBG that, to, that to, be, to Nintendo Switch. I'll play the shit out of that. That would be really cool. I, I don't see it happening anytime soon, uh, which is a little silly, because obviously, like, it works on my phone, so it should... You'd think it would work It would be able that. to port anywhere, right? Right, yeah. But from what I understand, that's not really... Um, that's not really the goal, you know, is, is to bring it to Switch, so I don't know. I I think it'll kind of depend, but I'd be surprised. I will say, though, and because it is running so high, it drains your battery like no other. Yes. Like, I lost, I had 75% battery, and by the end of one match, so that's, I don't know, give or take 15 minutes, I was down to 20% already. I did notice that. I, I definitely noticed that uh, my battery was just destroyed. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I shouldn't really be surprised by that, though, right? Because you know, it's it's working. It's hard. trying to play. A, it's a full screen game. It's got a lot of stuff going on. It's constantly connected to the internet, so it's not super surprising. Yeah, you can't really play that game successfully either on mobile data. You need to be on a Wi Fi. I would agree with that. I tried playing it at. At work, yeah, yeah, and uh, without the Wi-Fi, it was not. It was very laggy. So I guess you have to be on, and that kind of de- for me that kind of defeats the purpose of mobile, in a lot of aspects because it's like mobile. Sure, you can take it on the go, but at the same time, do I have to be in a McDonald's? Do I have to be at home? Do I? You know what I mean? Like, it should be able to run properly on data. Uh, but there's so many variables there, there is. you know, because where's the closest tower, what network, or what uh, carrier are you on? I mean, there's just so many things that could come into play with that, that I'm not sure that that's the game's fault, you know? I'm not blaming them, I'm just saying, like, for me, it's like, I want to be able to play this anywhere at any time, and uh, sure. that's not an option. No, it's not, it's not, but... Again, like I, I think that's an infrastructure problem, though, right? I don't think that's a problem with the game or the phone. I think that's a problem with cell towers and bandwidth. And I have Sprint, so it's not like I mean, I have a, I have pretty good coverage for the most part um, near major cities. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't know. Not not to dog on Sprint, but uh, I live fairly close to their international headquarters. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty big dead spot. So. <laughs> I know, no, no, that's a running joke here. If you guys are listening from out of state, we're in Kansas City, and in Kansas City, there's this running joke that Sprint gets coverage everywhere but their own headquarters. I mean, kind of. And it's true. Uh, so I tried Sprint for a little while, but yeah, I, I didn't really have a signal in my own home or, or at my work, which, I mean, let's face it, those are the two places I spend the most time. Uh, so I, I switched back to Verizon because, yeah, Verizon costs more. But, but they're better in a lot a of ways, yeah. So. They really are. Like, you've never and had then, signal you know, problems. You know the con life. We go to some weird places in the middle of nowhere. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least if you're not going weird places, you're passing through weird places. <laughs> right, right, exactly. 
So. Getting getting salmon at Denny's, you know. Ugh. <laughs> Man, yeah, who would do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's let's get uh, off of player, player on PUBG Mobile. All right, PUBGM. PUBGM, uh, yeah. Right, so, so I've been playing a couple of different games. Uh, I'll touch on one real quick, which is Stardew Valley on Nintendo Switch. Um I've been kind of holding off picking this one up for a while, but I was going to be out of town a little bit, so I decided that I would grab it because I thought it would be an easy one to play on airplanes and that type of thing. Is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally is. It totally <laughs> is. So for those who don't know, Stardew Valley is kind of like a farming RPG game. Um, it is not like Minecraft. I've had to talk to a few people about that. It's not Minecraft. But uh, there are some crafting aspects to it, which I hate to break it to you, Minecraft fanboys or girls or people. Uh, crafting has existed a lot longer than Minecraft. So, <laughs> but uh, it is done in an old, you know, uh, 8-bit style graphics. Um, and you're this farmer who's taken over his uh, grandfather's farm and... Basically, you go through individual days, and the game only saves at the end of each day. Each day takes, I don't know, 10 minutes, which does is not a lot of time. I will tell you that. That is not a lot of time to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Um, but it's cool. You go throughout this town meeting all these different people, and you can become friends with them or enemies and do all these different things, and you're trying to build your farm up and, and all that cool stuff. There's a wizard. I, I met a wizard. <laughs> That's really um, random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A I, wizard. I a wizard. Um, and I'm, I'm exploring these, like, creatures that are either from another dimension or they're aliens or something. I don't know. The game's kind of going off the rails. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a nice game. The music's good. The graphics are nice. The controls are, are really, really good, except when you need to access your journal. And that's because you have to use the mouse pointer. Because remember, this was, an old, this was originally a PC game. And the mouse pointer, when you're trying to do that with a joystick on the Switch, that's a little frustrating. But otherwise, it's a good game. Um, I, it's 15 bucks, you know, so it's not a huge investment. But it is a, a very long game. I mean, you basically play through, I think, three years on the farm. So you wow. figure each day is... Yeah, each day is like 10 minutes. You got 365 days times three. You got plenty to do. Hmm. So, um, but you can also speed things up. Basically, the day ends when you go to sleep that day. Uh, I have not tried just staying up till midnight. Maybe I should. Just kind of see what happens. I got a dog. I met. A, I have a dog now. So. <laughs> that's Hey, that's coming up in the game. If you have a dog, yeah, I know, I, you well, I know Ryan would be successful. happy about it. Yeah, he only I mean, plays games with animals. You can pet the and whole interact reason, with. The whole reason he picked up Far Cry Five was because he knew you could pet your dog. So so good. Go. <laughs> so I've been playing that. That's a good game. Uh, it's it's definitely a specific game. Not the most exciting thing in the world, but pretty relaxing. Um, the other game I've been playing though is a little more interesting. It's called Nine Parchments. And it is also on Switch, and it has a local co-op, so I've been playing that with the girl. And um, it's basically a Diablo clone, for lack of a more detailed explanation. You all you play wizards, and it's a top-down, third-person style RPG, where you, earn, you learn new, uh, new um, spells.
spells over time. So basically the premise of the game is you and whoever else you're playing with are trying to track down these nine parchments, which are these special spells, uh, through that got blown away throughout the kingdom. And you're fighting all these crazy monsters and creatures that have different abilities. And they all are on these kind of hierarchies of, of uh, weaknesses and strengths. So if you have like an ice beast, you have to attack it with, you know, something that isn't ice, right? If it's immune to ice, you have to attack it with fire or lightning. You know, those kinds of things. So it's a cool game. It's only 20 bucks on the, on the Switch eShop. So it's another indie title uh, from Frozen Bite, I believe is the, the name. Oh, of, yeah. Um, we Didn't we actually play a game with them? Frozen Bite? I don't think so. I thought we did. We played a game with them. Did we? By them. Sorry. I don't think so. Prove me wrong. Here I'm go. looking it up. Um, if I have anything to say about this game, though, it's that the scenery is gorgeous. They did such a good job with the scenery in this game. It's beautiful, um, highly detailed, just gorgeous scenery and landscapes and plants and little animals and water. Like, it just looks really good. So, um, I played games with them, not you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right. Trying. Trying. I played Trying 1 and oh. 2. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Um, it's a beautiful game. I will definitely say that. Some of it's a little difficult. We're playing on normal, and there's these challenges that uh, let you unlock new characters that you can play as. And we're on the second challenge, and man, like, I just can't figure out the, the order of operations here to get past this thing. We just keep on dying. And I got pretty frustrated, I'll be honest. Um, but, uh, it's got different difficulty levels that you can kind of screw around with. Uh, you can change how friendly fire works, which is really interesting. Um, cause kind of like, unlike in Diablo, friendly fire is a real problem in nine parchments where right. if you have an area of effectability, it's going to hurt your, your teammates. It looks a lot like trying. I was just looking at some screenshots. Um, so there's a lot of puzzles cause this company is notorious for puzzles. Um, I would not say there's any puzzles. Really? You're not having to use each other's abilities to get past whatever creature or... I mean, I, I wouldn't call it a puzzle to know that the ice monster, you have to use something other than ice against. Hmm. Like, that's not really a puzzle. No, that's not a puzzle. So... You know, but... It looks like trying. These... Minus, I mean, it's a little yeah. further out, the camera view, but, um... The colors and everything's very reminiscent. That's nice. It's a really beautiful game, and the local co-op works really, really well. Um, and, you know, they actually have a leg up on Diablo. So my biggest complaint about Diablo on PS4 uh, is that when you play with another person, the whole reason I bought it on PS4 was to play um, with the girl, that um, you, you know, you're on the same screen, right? So when you have to go through your inventory or change any abilities... You have to take turns in Diablo. So, you know, when you start running out of inventory space and you have to decide what you're going to keep and what you're going to throw away, you have to take turns doing that. And it's boring. But in Nine Parchments, you don't have to do that. There's First off, there is no inventory. But second off, your, your trees for your abilities and your upgrades, you can do that side by side at the same time. So I appreciate that. It speeds up the process a lot, and it means that there's no real downtime for anybody. Um, 
the game's a little more tongue-in-cheek. The characters banter with each other a little bit. They're a little... They're a little uh, sarcastically biting towards each other at times, but it's a, it's a really beautiful game, and the creatures are cool, and uh, the gameplay is really solid. There's a few quirks about it, you know, that you kind of have to get used to, but that's exciting. For twenty bucks, yeah. Oh heck yeah, for, yeah. For twenty bucks, if you want a a co-op experience, if you're looking for a good co-op game on Nintendo Switch, so far I haven't really found anything that would match it. It's pretty great. Um, so the, what the way we play is she's using a Switch Pro controller, and I'm actually using one of the $20 USB uh, officially licensed uh, Hiri controllers. So it's 20 bucks. It's basically a Pro controller with um, no battery, no gyro, and no NFC. So it's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit bulkier. Uh, it's not as comfortable as the Pro controller, but I think those are the, the best routes to go. I tried playing it with the Joy-Con and the Grip. But I found it to be a little, um, a little cr- cramped for space for a game like this. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Like, do the button? How's the button layout in the menus? Is it pretty solid? Uh, I guess is the layout pretty good on the. I think it's really intuitive. Good. You know, um, you you basically have different abilities. You can jump. You can melee. You have your spells, and you have a spell wheel that you can cycle through. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you add spells as you go, and you can organize the order of those spells. So for me, I just order them by type, um, and you can cycle through them and stuff. Like mid-game. Yeah, that's just nice. like as you're going. You basically you, you use the D-pad to change the order of them, and then you use your, Z, your, um, your L1s and L2s to cycle through, and then your, let's see, ZL is your melee, and your ZR is uh, to actually use the spell that's selected. Um but, I mean, I think it's pretty intuitive. It doesn't take long to get a grasp of the controls at all. Probably the hardest thing is using both joysticks at the same time because the best way to, to be productive is to move around. And so you can you know, you know can move away and change which direction you're looking at the same time, right? Just like you could uh, with Diablo. Uh, but with I think it's a little bit harder to do on Nine Parchments but more important. So you kind of have to learn about strafing a bit and right. moving one direction while looking a different direction and, and those types of things to really maximize your your chances. Right. That sounds great. I would love to play some co-op with you. Yeah, man. It's a really good game. Uh, it has online co-op, so if you decide to pick it up, we can play online. Yeah. No, that'd be great. So... Um, but really cool game. Just had a big update this past week too that uh, changed a few things. Made made some UI changes that were really nice. Changed how you resume your game because we we accidentally lost our save the first time because I didn't understand how to pick it back up. <laughs> That's hopefully you didn't get too far. <laughs> uh, it's a little weird because you have to basically resume a single player game and then the second player hits the plus button to join. Uh, and at least. And that's where you left off. It's it's all your saved stuff is there, but that's it's not super intuitive how to do that. So the first time around, we we lost our save, but now we know better. So, <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's what I've been playing. Um, I did pick up something new on my 3ds. What did, what was it? I picked up. Uh, hang on. Oh yeah, Mighty Switch Force Two on my 3ds. I traded in. Oh, some that just coins. sounds cool. To pick that up. Yeah, well, it was free. I used some coins, so we'll see how it is. Um, other than that, you know, just whatever we've been streaming. 
That's all I've really had time for, man. Yeah, you played Borderlands 2 for the first time uh, last week, which was a good one. Yeah, I wasn't very good. I was pretty bad. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I was pretty bad. That's all right. Continue to play. It's a lot of fun, man. I, I bet you you might be better off. You might have a better time playing with a controller on your Maybe. PC. I thought about it just because I figured I would be more comfortable It is more it, comfortable. Uh, that's what I was playing with. <laughs> Well, I just I'm used to first person shooters on a console. When I play PC games, Overwatch is the only first person shooter I play on PC, and it's fast pace. You know, um, and even that took some getting used to because I'm just I'm used to playing you know Halo and Gears of War and those types of games on a on a console. So for me, it's comfortable too. It's just slower. Yeah, that's fair. It's just slow on aiming, but if you're playing like you know NPCs, you're just fighting you know monsters and stuff. Your your reaction time is is not a big deal. So, are you gonna go see Rampage? <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the reviews, man. That movie looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so like I don't even know what to think. Like Jumanji was great. Okay, I, I consider that a gamer movie. Um, I haven't seen Ready Player One, but the reviews are great, and you guys saw that, and you reviewed it on. On uh, Screen Heroes, so yep, it was good, right? I just uh, don't think Rampage. <laughs> Come on, man! The tagline is, "Of course the wolf can fly." Um, of course the wolf can fly. That's just kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, it looks it looks pretty crazy. It definitely looks out there, but. You know, I guess we'll see. It is a video game movie. I love the old Rampage video games, oh, yeah. so I kind of, I kind of want to. But they didn't really have break, a story, so no, not to really. make Just a story pick, pick a off giant... of that is crazy. Well, because in the game, you're the giant monster. Yeah. Your goal is to destroy as much as possible. That's it. So... Yeah, it's weird being on the other side of that. I guess. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that the albino ape was the good guy. <laughs> I guess I, I didn't know. I mean, it's got the cast is great. Like, it's got The Rock. It's got Joe Maggiello. It's uh, it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) What? I mean, I like I like all three of those guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll go see it just for for kicks. Tomb Raider was was pretty good. Surprisingly, I I I had low expectations for that, and it, it was much better. So maybe. This giant gorilla can win our hearts. Maybe, man. I like Tomb Raider, though. I re- we reviewed that as well on Screen Heroes, because that's what we focus on, our movies and TV. So, go check those so out. So, you kind of winced when I said, you liked Player One, Ready Player I, I One. <laughs> You're like, I mm. I, That's because I did not like it. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. I have strong opinions about it, uh, details. Because you're comparing it to the book, aren't you? Not exactly, because I, I knew they were going to be different, because Spielberg said it's his it's interpretation, his interpretation of the novel. Yeah. yeah, so it's not a direct adaptation, and it is very much different from the book. But even even that, I still have a lot of problems with it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I... It's a beautiful movie. The special effects are for great. Sure. I wish the Oasis was real. I want to play in there, man. Looks awesome. Right? Like, if that really was the future, minus the whole, like, killing people off and being poor... But if that was the future of gaming, that'd be pretty cool. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want the Oasis. I don't want any of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. I want the amazing. Oasis. 
You know, I want my Back to the Future DeLorean with the Ecto symbol on it that can shrink down to the size of a keychain. That's cool. You know? So it's like so. the Ant Man car. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like there's it's there's a Hank cool Pym ride. Screw Doc Brown. Giants. Yeah, Ninja Turtles are in there. The Battletoads are in there. So. I heard there's 150 characters in there that you will recognize if you're into, if you're a nerd. I mean, maybe. I guess it depends what you're counting. I mean, Hello Kitty was in there. I mean, that's definitely a fandom. And you know, King Kong's in there's there. There's something for everyone. So, yeah, I mean, there there really is. Like, it, there's a lot of eye candy. So if you go in there and you're and you're bored, um, then I'm not really sure what to say about that. But I I thought it was only mediocre. Huh. Well, that, I need to watch it now so I can make a decision for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, but I think that's going to be it for us this week, man. Um, we are going to be streaming overwatch tonight, Wednesday, uh, April 11th. We'll be streaming it again next week on the 18th, 9 PM Eastern, eight central at twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts. Don't forget, we do the podcast every other week, and we stream on alternating weeks unless there's something special like this Overwatch event. John, is there anything else you want to talk no, about? No, guys. I think we're we're ready to stream some stuff. So, hey, guys, stay tuned in. Come catch us here and uh, watch us play some Overwatch. Yes, please do. Chat with us on our Twitch channel. Follow us. We're at Heroes Podcasts. On Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and Instagram, heroespodcasts.com. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Blog Talk Radio, and Spreaker. Please subscribe. We'll catch you guys next week. Gamer Heroes is a part of the Heroes Podcast Network. The show host is myself, John Zerwinski, and Derek Mayer. The theme song is by Flying Killer Robots. You can find us as well as the other Heroes Podcast shows at heroespodcast.com, as well as on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, check us out there, Google Play, and anywhere you can use an RSS feed. Follow us on social media, shameless plug, at Heroes Podcasts, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. Or, if you're old school and you just want to email us, you can get us at contact at heroespodcasts with an S dot com. Game on. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.